Looking for a good book? Or need tips on writing your own book? Need help with publishing, self-publishing or more information on audiobooks? Welcome to Authors and More. All your writing needs under one roof. So for all you budding writers out there, my fabulous guest today is Susie Busby, who is the principal of the Writers Bureau and co-founder of Budding Writers. So welcome, Susie. Thank you, Karen. Lovely to be here. I can't believe that we're actually chatting because I'm not sure if I've told you this story. I've told many others because (laughs) 30 years ago, well, I went to Australia in the 90s and I know it was prior to me going to Australia um wow. I lived there for a year but prior to me going I remember still receiving these uh, like manila a5 envelopes with a little em- little uh, label on <laughs> and it was from the writers bureau and it was like a little leaflet and I always wanted to write a book and I always wanted to do a course with you guys but I never ended up doing it I think <laughs> I even enrolled once and never ever did it so um it's great to talk to you today because I was saying if I had enrolled maybe my book that I launched a few years ago would have been written better who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Well, you might have, you might have uh, yeah, might have done some things a little bit differently. Yeah, definitely. So tell yeah. us all about the Writers Bureau um, and the creative writing courses, because it's like I say, it's been over 30 years, hasn't it? Well, we're 33 years old this this year. Wow. Um, so in January this year. Um, so what the Writers Bureau do, we, we provide um, old fashioned, if you like, distance learning courses. And we, we are online as well now. We don't just send out course material. You can actually um, have your course material online. So while you're waiting for your course um, folder to arrive, you can get on with your course straight away. Um, and we've got a range of courses. But if you've not and um, done any writing before, we recommend our comprehensive creative writing course purely because um, it gives you a chance to try all different types of writing. So if you're not really sure what you want to do, it gives you the chance to have a little taste of everything. Um, we do gear our courses very much to um, getting your work published. So we not only show you how to write, we show you to how to write for the market, how to research the market, how to lay out your manuscript, how to contact editors and publishers, which gives you the best chance of getting your writing um, accepted. That's and the hardest part, isn't it? That is the it hardest is, part. Is, writing really. is the enjoyable part and the easy <laughs> bit, if you like. It's what comes later, isn't it? It is. It is. And it's, it's a, a part that a lot of people forget about. I mean, it's different. If you're just writing for your own pleasure, then you don't have to worry about that. No. You, can, you can do what you like and you can take the time you like. If you want to be published, if you want to, you know, maybe earn a little bit of money from your writing, then you've got to be professional about it and you've got to do it regularly. You've got to do it the way the industry wants you to lay out your manuscript. You can't just say, well, I'm doing it this way and sending it off. So you've got to write for the market. Um, and that's what our courses will show you how to do that. The way the courses are structured as well, you get, uh, we ease you into it. You do, um, you have tutor marked assignments. So you work with a professional writer so that they're giving you advice. Uh, they know, they've been there, they've done it. Quite a few of our tutors are actually ex-students as well. So they've actually sat okay. in your shoes. They know what it feels like. Yeah. They know what the, you're feeling and what you're thinking and the worries that you might have of sending in a piece of writing um, to, to, to be assessed. Because 
it is quite scary. And when you sit in the student's shoes and you, you do a piece of writing and send it off, you're worried about how is it going to be received? What are you going to get back? So they understand that and that they, they tailor their comments to you. They tell you where you need to improve, but they also tell you where you're going right as well and what's what's good. And they'll, they'll, they'll um, tell you if you're laying out your manuscript correctly. And they'll also, what we do in the assignments is ask you to um, suggest a market where you could maybe sell something to, uh, your piece to, and they will um, advise whether that's sort of suitable or not as well. So yeah. you, you can feel your way and they help and guide you all the way through. Yeah. So let's talk about the different types of writing then. When you said they, you cover all different sort of avenues, what would mm. come under that bracket? Right, so you've got, well, we break it down really, the, the comprehensive course is broken into fiction and non-fiction. Yeah. The non-fiction is, is sort of factual writing, if you like. So that covers more like um, readers' letters, fillers, articles, and non-fiction books. So, and that they cover a whole range of things from oh, cooking, yeah. autobiographies, yeah. biographies, <laughs> you know, any hobby that you can think about so there's a whole range of stuff if you think about all the magazines or the websites out there that are covering um all the variety of life then that's what you, you non-fiction writing is for and there's a lot of a lot of scope for selling your work for non-fiction it's a lot easier to, to to get published in that sphere then if you're looking at fiction writing um the second part of the course you've got short stories um you've got novels obviously but then you've got radio scripts tv scripts film scripts you've got comic you've got um role-playing games you've got video games these days wow so, so it covers everything doesn't it, it really yeah. i didn't realize yeah 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 so we don't actually do comic and video game at the moment but that, that we go up to we do cover radio script tv scripts um stage plays and film scripts as well. and would it and would the courses help how you would approach maybe tv companies as well and how to pitch yeah they, they show they, they show you how to research the market and how to pitch yes and how to to contact people yeah that's right yeah. And how kind of, what's the length? How long would it take somebody to finish the course? Obviously they're doing it, I take it in their own time from home. So, and it will probably change yeah. between person to person. But what, what would you kind of recommend to somebody? Because you could lose a momentum, couldn't they? If they lose too much of a gap in between. Yeah. What we recommend um, is that you try and do an assignment a month. So that's, um, uh, there's 20 assignments in all. Uh, now, obviously, holidays, get yeah. in the way, people fall ill. There's all sorts of things happen. There's a two, we, we say two years, really, for the comprehensive course. Uh, but what you can do is you can extend beyond that two years if you need to. If life gets in the way, you need to have a little bit of a pause. You, you can extend it beyond yeah. there. You don't have to re-enroll and start again. So, um, And if you can do an assignment a month, that then keeps your momentum going because what the way we also structure the course is that you send in your assignment but you've always got the next assignment to be working on but what we do ask people is not to send two in at a time because what they need to do is get their feedback from the tutor and then be able to apply it to their next assignment before sending it in again for uh, for assessment yeah yeah oh that's really good isn't it so what kind of cost are people looking at for the comprehensive the conference it's £468 um, if you pay in full and then we do have instalment terms available as well that's spread over six and 12 months I think it is yes. But so during that time 
during that time, writers could possibly earn some of that money back, couldn't they? Oh, absolutely, they can. If they, if they follow what's there in the course, uh, and, and students do, our student of the year um, this year, um, Anne-Marie Munro, she enrolled last January, and she's made over a £1,000 since she's enrolled. So, wow, so she's over, yeah, she's doubled yeah, her money, she's hasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So you, what you've got to do is, I mean, we also expect that not only are you doing your assignments, you, you will be doing other work and sending that off as well. So you're not just restricted to the assignments themselves. Um, but that's what we're hoping you're doing. We're, we're showing you how to become a professional writer. Yeah, and are people obviously doing this alongside a full-time job as well, a fun, mm, full-time mm, role? Mm. Yeah. So yes. it's, Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, we wouldn't say to someone, you know, give up the day job, but it's certainly something that you can do uh, in your part, in your spare time and start building up your portfolio, because that's what what people want to see. You know, your history of published writing, really. Um, do people trust you? Do they like your writing? Um, so that's what you're trying to build. Yeah. So what makes a great writer, do you think? I mean, you must recognise you've got certain um, students, you must some will shine more than others um but what what does make a great a great writer great well what i think makes a great writer is someone who can really control the language they know how to use words words for a writer are the paint you know for a painter or the clay for a potter you've really got to understand how to use that language so that you can convey what you're trying to say. And that goes for non-fiction, non-fiction as well, as well. And I think what great writers do is you don't see the writing. You're transported through the words to another world or to a, a different place. And I think that's what great writers can do. And it's learning that control of the language that I think people, it's difficult and yeah. it takes a little bit of time, but the really good writers can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very- and I, I remember when I wrote my novel, um, it's I would use Google quite a lot because I think I had brain frog a lot as well, just to see what <laughs> alternative words you could use out there. Because, yes, you know, we don't yeah. all know every single word in the vocabulary, do we? But there's <laughs> zillions. There's so oh, many. Yeah. Isn't there? yeah. Well, you need to use those tools. You need to use your dictionary. You need to use yeah. thesaurus. You need thesaurus, to, yeah. uh, you need to understand um you know where to put commas and and uh, and full stops just to make make it make sense to somebody else they're there for a reason they're not not there just because your English teacher thinks it's a good idea they, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they, they make sense of what you're writing I mean a fabulous book is um, Lynn Truss's um, Eat Shoots and Leaves and that yeah. really explains you know how to use punctuation and how important it is and how it can transform your writing um then also the type of words you use um you know if you're trying to convey something that's relaxed and slow the type of words you use there would be very different something that if it's fast and you know full of action you'd maybe um you know use shorter words sharper words yeah yeah uh, the rhythm of your sentences you know that's really important too so that you get you know you might start off with short short then you go long long then short so it's like a dance almost yes it's, yes it, 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 it's you know it's, it's quite complex when you start getting into it um and people think well just because you know I, I can talk or I can tell a good story verbally it not might not necessarily transfer to the page so you've got to be very aware of, of what you're trying to convey and how you would do that yeah, yeah. and how about 
things like um, copywriting and the typesetting side of it, is that included as well in the in the course? Uh, no, 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 we don't do that at all. I mean, we show you how to lay out your manuscript so that if you were sending it off to a publisher, there's a standard way that the industry expects you to, to present it. Yeah. That's all covered. So you as a, um, if you were, because I, I assume you're thinking about maybe if you were self-publishing, um, laying out, you know, actually setting it to put up into Amazon or into Smashwords or, or wherever you're putting it. We, we don't cover that in our course. No, no. no. But, but you I certainly think... cover, yeah, you cover so much though, don't you? You don't want to blow people's <laughs> minds, that, I guess. That's taking it to another, that's taking it to another level, I think, really. Um, with, with, with uh, we, we, you know, we talk about self-publishing and, and that it is a real option these days. Um, you know, and the control that you've got over that with, with with the various platforms. And I think they're very good generally, the platforms, the help sections. I mean, we, we published, um, when we were 30, we did a, a 30th anniversary uh, um, anthology and we got students to send in work and we, we chose 30. And um, I published that through Amazon just, just to see what it was like, what the process was. And it yeah. was really quite easy, I thought, if yeah. you go to their help sections. And, and more uh, and more people are self-publishing, aren't they now, because mm, of the control mm, and, of yes. course, because it is so easy as well. So what type of students get through your door then? It must be a, a real mix of all different ages. Ages, backgrounds from all over the world. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, anyone can be a writer. There's no, I mean, what's what's beautiful about it? There's no yeah. age limit. There's no time to retire as a writer. And there's so much to explore in the writing world that you can keep going all your life if you want. Um, I think the only thing you've got to really enjoy words, putting them together, enjoy writing, have a, because if you don't, it's just a slog. It's just exactly. another. Yeah, you've got you to know, have a passion, haven't you? Or passion for yeah. it or or you, you've, you've got a story that you I was just going to say a good story to tell yeah really <laughs> I've always got a synopsis in my head I've got I'm, I'm working on my sequel at the moment but I've got another book completely different genre which I'm desperate to write but my brain won't let me do it until I've done the sequel and I'm only 10,000 yeah. words in and I've been doing it for a very long time it's just time <laughs> for me and I shouldn't even say that I hate that I haven't got time yeah. um oh we're going to come back in a few minutes time um Susie we're going to take a break to give a shout out to my sponsor and we'll see you shortly let me introduce our sponsor everything genetic limited specialists in preventative healthcare testing helping people to identify to see if they are at risk of developing common hereditary cancers and heart conditions. Based in Nantwich, Cheshire, they partner with some of the UK's market-leading laboratories, supplying revolutionary genetic tests to healthcare providers and patients for the detection, diagnosis and treatment planning of cancer, heart disease and other illnesses. One of their main aims is to democratise genetic testing, meaning everyone can take control of their own well-being and healthcare to detect any problems at an early stage, when they are most treatable. They also offer a COVID testing service which is on the government list, initially launched to support clinical partners who were unable to get patients in during the pandemic. This service enables patients to come back into clinics to resume all important cancer testing and is available through over 200 partner companies. They offer a comprehensive range of coronavirus COVID-19 test kits and services for individuals, healthcare providers and employers. For more information, visit their website 
everythinggeneticlimited.co.uk. So welcome back. We're talking to Susie Busby, who's the principal of the Writers Bureau and co-founder of Budding Writers. So you've also written some work for um, TV commercials, haven't you, as well, Susie? Yeah. Yeah, it's all, it's mainly to promote the Writers Bureau. This was back in the uh, early 2000s. And what we did was we, we invited students to come along and, and, and be part of our TV commercial, uh, you know, campaign at the time. Uh, and that, that was great fun, putting together the scripts for that. Because um, I was looking at their stories where did they come from what you know then through our courses where did they get to uh, and that was really nice and then they would come up and, and we did a whole day shooting with them on location we did I think we did three different ones in the end we did one in the studio and then we went to someone's beautiful house and we did Christina Jones who write, who writes um, uh, romantic comedies uh, she, we, we had her in this beautiful location lovely kitchen and and she, she told her story there as well so yeah it, they were great fun they were great fun to do the tv commercials they're really time consuming aren't they when you've only got a couple of minutes or even maybe a 60 seconds it just <laughs> takes forever doesn't it when you're recording stuff like that yeah. so you've never have you never thought about writing a book yourself with all this knowledge and experience if I was to do that it's going to be a retirement project I, I, I'm so busy uh, looking after writers bureau looking after students bringing students and tutors together and trying to bring um, uh, new ways of, of showing and helping people with the writing that I don't actually want to write a book myself at the moment I just yeah. don't have time I've, I've tried starting one and it just didn't get there didn't get the if very I want to do one I'd, it'd be more something, uh, uh, a memoir for, that I'd pass on to my kids. I don't think I'd want to do something that's out there for the Yeah, so it'd be a non-fiction kind of thing. It'd be, yes, it would. It's, uh, I mean, the idea I had was um, a lot of the plants in our garden um, are uh, from the gardens of our parents and grandparents. And each plant, there's a little story that goes with each plant. And then there's, there's other, um, the same goes with recipes and, you know, how you build on your, your, your parent, your mum's recipes or your granny's yeah. recipes and that sort of thing. Uh, it, my dad's recipes in my case as well. And um, the stories that go with it from childhood. And I just think it would be a nice thing to build it around. But, yeah. uh, so you say it's something for retirement, you think you might look forward to that then. <laughs> Oh no, that's just well. You don't have to. That's just it. There's a beauty of writing. You just keep on going forever until you're not going anymore. No. <laughs> so if you switch off, then what type of books do you read? What's your favourite sort of genre? Oh, we were talking about this. I, I do read a lot of different things, but uh, when when we came, what's my favourite? I suppose is character driven literary fiction. Um, so I my favourite author is Tove Janssen who is um, from Finland. She's famous for the Moomin books, but she's also written quite a few uh, adult books as well, or she has, yeah. she, she died um, a few years ago. And uh, they're just beautiful. And the, my favorite book of hers is the summer book, which is about a young girl whose mum has just recently died. And she goes and stays for the summer on uh, an island in the archipelago in, in Finland with her granny and her dad. And it's their tiny little small adventures. And somehow she writes them in a way that makes everything magical. Yeah. And do you and find that you're when you're reading another book? Do you find, um, not not saying that you're going to be critical, but can you find errors in the book? Do you think I would have written it this way? Because you can't help yourself because it's built in. 
<laughs> there's always that red pen there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, but there is errors sometimes we do find it find errors or we might not read that sentence how someone else might read it you know yeah well that's where the command of the language this is where your great writer comes back isn't it where yeah if they've done all their punctuation right and and everything then you don't see the writing usually if you start no. seeing the writing exactly you don't you just absorbed aren't you in the tale yeah. in the story yeah. You're transported. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So let's talk about budding writers then, because um, this provides the creating uh, workshops for children and adults. What's mm. the budding writers? So budding writers were set up as a non-profit um, a couple of years ago, just before uh, in 2019. And this was to start doing workshops with kids um, and getting them to do, you know, help them with creative writing. Is this primary, uh, sorry, Susie, or, or mixture? Both primary and secondary yeah. we've done. Um, so we started a Saturday club locally um, and then COVID came, didn't it? And of course. Came. <laughs> so, but we took it straight online. We took it onto Zoom and the kids were brilliant. They, they, they were so comfortable with the tech and uh, we found it really worked, worked with those. With the uh, primary children, we mainly worked on comic um, and, and writing for comic because we found certainly with the very young children, sort of four, five, six years old, they wanted to draw. Yeah, so of course, a bit young, aren't they, to grasp yeah. the words at that age? That, that's right. And then as they get a little bit older, they like to combine the, the pictures with words and then they move on to the words. Um, and then with the secondary, so it was really between 11 and, and 14 that we the children we worked with. And we started um, using the three act plot structure with them and just using as a group as a group we would make stories up together. So we would go around the group and they would they would uh, uh, film the husband would lead the, the the workshop and he would ask them different questions and they would uh, that was based on the three act plot and we developed characters and worlds and we we created some marvelous stories absolutely wonderful stories with them and then yeah. they'd be working on their own work as well they seem to be able to do two things <laughs> yeah well that's it they can can't be at that age so, so talking about the courses then is there an age limits so not a limit but like a minimum age because I know you're doing the budding writers for the younger children could they still take part maybe the teenage uh, children could they take part in the creative writing courses I think we say 18 plus really because they are quite intensive they are uh, and they've got other things they've got their their GCSEs and things haven't they and I think it's important that they focus on those not that they shouldn't do um creative writing one thing we do do at budding writers is the bronze arts award um and we focus that um entirely on creative writing and that's um an award that the arts council um that's arts council approved and uh, it's a framework that the, the children can um, explore creative writing through. So yeah. they'll look at um, that they'll explore uh, their favourite author and what their author uh, inspires. They've got to um, create. Um, they've got to do something that will forward, you know, bring forward their their, their writing, so that it'd be like attending a club or going to a, a workshop or something like that. Then they've got to uh, write a piece as well. And then they've got to um, then teach something back to other people. Okay. Actually, teaching back something that you've learned is a really brilliant way to cement it. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, and and like a study, isn't it? Your study, like a study session, isn't it? Absolutely, you really get to understand then what what it is that you're talking about. You, you might think you understand something, but then when you've got to come back to actually explain it to someone else, you might not. Yeah, <laughs> you've yeah. Got to really think about that. <laughs> uh, it was interesting. One of our tutors, uh, she's uh, a poetry tutor. She's uh, decided to do one of our writing workshops, and she she put forward a plan and everything, and she said. No, I've really had to think about this because I know it, but to actually then explain it back to somebody. Yeah, is the hardest <laughs> part, isn't it? The face situation, not on paper. Yeah. I've noticed um, as well, you've got a lovely uh, array of books behind you. <laughs> um, my, my wall of books is fake behind me, but I do have a similar room. It's really important, isn't it, I think, for children to be surrounded by books, yeah. even if they're not straight away picking them up, but just to mm. know that they're there and maybe yeah. browse through them. I think it really encourages them to, to read more, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think reading reading is so important. It takes you, like I say, it, it expands expands your mind I think yeah. as well beyond your own experience and you can then maybe try and experience have a little taste of what um somebody else's world is like somebody else's experience is like and it can also help children work out uh, problems maybe they'll see a character in a book experience problem and it's like exactly well, it's, yeah you know, can relate to it can't they yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely Oh, Susie, it's been so great talking to you today. So before we go, before we go, are there any tips that you can give today that will help any budding writers, um, whether they take part in the course or any tips that they're, they're writing something at the moment? I've got lots of tips, actually. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, a lot of what I have been talking about, learn the craft. You've got to learn how to use words properly. And then then you'll be able to say exactly what you want to say and express what you want to express. I think write what you know is really important as well. So yes, what you're interested in. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, like, like in your book, I think you, you, there's, um, it's based on, you know, uh, cabin, cabin crew. crew. Yeah. That, and you were cabin crew yourself. At yes. one point. So it was easy. So, yeah. Yeah. You know it. You you don't have to do the research and you, and you can be much more authentic. I think with yeah. that. So, you know, delving into your own life, delving into your own experiences. I mean, obviously, you've got to be careful about, um, you know, libel and, and all that sort of thing. But there's no reason why you can't change things. You can, you, you know what something will feel like. So it's much easier to write it. You're not trying to imagine and then write. You know yeah. already. I think one that's really good is once you've written something, Remember, your first draft is your first draft. It will need editing. It really is a draft, yeah. Editing, editing, <laughs> editing. I know. It drove me insane. It took me 15 years. Yeah, it does. I mean, don't worry, you're not the only one. <laughs> you're not the only one. Lots of people spend a long, long time writing their books. But a really good tip for this one is read it out aloud. Yes. So you, if you read it out loud, you see where you're tripping up, where you're where the commas should be where the full stops should be how big should that pause be and that that's a really really useful one um so yes editing reading your word out work out loud then obviously read a lot yourself see how other people are doing it pick yeah, up how the, and words it's always ah, words yeah. isn't it and yeah <laughs> i love learning new words even today well that's expand your vocabulary you can see the way people phrase things is that something you can pinch is that you know great art you know people steal it don't they uh 
I think the other thing is to write regularly. It's really hard to do if you're just doing it in big chunks here and big chunks there. What do you call I regularly? Think, How often? Every day? I, if you can. If, if you can. I mean, I know people's lives are so busy, yeah. aren't they? And if you've got kids or if you've got parents or in a career and all this sort of thing. But if you can find just half an hour a day to yeah. say that half an hour in the day or, a, you know, a couple of days a week. You could probably get 500 way. words in, couldn't you, in half an hour? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could, or you could do a bit of research, or you could do, you know, it doesn't have to always be writing, it could be something related to your writing, and if you make sure your family know that that time is yeah, your, your time, writing time, yeah, time, and you'll be a much nicer person <laughs> if they let you do it for half an hour or whatever it is that you've got. Yeah, yeah, leave um, me alone. Yeah. leave me alone and just, just just give you that space to do it and I th- and it's it is amazing just even a small amount each day those words add up quickly yes. you know yeah and, and before you know it you know you've got a story written or an article written or you've got you know that chapter or several chapters written so yeah that that's yeah. oh that, that's that's brilliant that's that's brilliant yeah. so before just, we go quick question would you trust the word spell check uh, to a point, I would say definitely use these tools, but they're not perfect. They're not perfect, are they? No, no, they, okay. no they, 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 because the word might be spelt correctly, but it's the wrong spelling. Yes, so they, they, and they have they, American they, as well, don't they? Yeah, and depends. That's it, that's it. So, so you've just got to, to be aware of that. And uh, But they're really, they are useful tools, especially if spelling's a bit of a weak area for you. Uh, but the more you write, the better you'll get, because you'll yes. stop... I mean, I mean, I certainly, because I touch type, but I've got some little, you know, muscle memories that are just wrong. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Come out from and, and, and things like that. So yeah, checking yeah. through is, is really important. Yeah. Okay. So how can people get in contact with you, Susie, if they want to enroll on a course or just find out more about budding writers? Uh, right. Well, budding writers, we've got a website called uh, buddingwriters.co.uk. Uh, for the Writers Bureau, it's writersbureau.com. So, and on writersbureau.com, you can um, request a prospectus and we'll send that out to you. Uh, and that'll tell you all about our courses and how they run. And you're across social media as well? Yes, we've got Facebook, Twitter. Uh, they're both, uh, Facebook is the Writers Bureau and Twitter's right, at Writers Bureau. Uh, same with Budding Writers. Um, I think it's at Budding Writers and Facebook as well. We've got Budding Writers UK on there. And what else? Yeah, we've got. We've also just started a new writers group on Facebook. Uh, so that that's aimed at new writers. And there's uh, a few new things uh, on there. There's a little workshop that I did a few weeks ago that you can watch. And with that, there's also um, an online free writing course, which just helps you think about what sort of writing you want to do. There's a few exercises through that. And then once you've decided what you want to do, where you can go and find help, which isn't just about Writers Bureau, but obviously. Brilliant. Oh, that's <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I wish you all the best with the courses and then we look forward to the memoirs in your retirement. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Karen. I look forward to your next book. Thank you. You've been listening to Authors and More, all your writing needs under one roof. If you have any questions, then visit my website at karenkellypodcast.co.uk or send me an email at letstalk at karenkellypodcast.co.uk. Authors and More is part of the Appetite for Life podcast series sponsored by Everything Genetic Limited.